Hi, welcome to Suplex the Sticks. Coming at you straight from the ruins, it's your hosts, David and Seth. Hello. Hey, I'm surprised you didn't say hello, we're a gaming podcast. I, oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Well, this is a gaming podcast. Yeah, I always, I always forget to leave that to say that, but it's in every other title we use, so, you know. Yep. Uh, you know, maybe people get used to it. So, so how's your week been, Seth? Uh, it's been all right. Has been your week. <laughs> How's my week? Has been my your week's week. Been uh, pretty pretty good. I I can't complain really. There has been a lot of Destiny playing happening, and I don't. Oh yes. I don't want to keep making this podcast a Destiny podcast, but of course part of it will be. But we. I mean, I've been playing some other stuff, but. Other than that, I have we we got two new board games in the house, which I think one day we should do a special board game episode because the the listeners at home might not know that we are. I, I don't know if avid board. I'm I'm a collector. At least I I want to play more, but we we delve into a lot of board games, and. You actually introduced a new one to me the other week. I loved it, uh, Azul, which I yeah. uh, did terrible at because I did not pay attention to how I was supposed to keep score. Oh yeah, you and I both we got crushed. <laughs> and um, and I just got a couple new ones. I got the, a new one called Scythe that is set in what I would actually think is an interesting video game setting, like a post-war 1920s Europe, but there's like mechs and stuff. It, it looks really cool. So I, I can come back with after I play that. But that game apparently takes like two hours to sit down and play. So it'll, mm. it'll be one where we have people over and probably have dinner in the middle or something because it'll be a pretty long session. But... That's I, I'm just really excited because we got that. I've been seeing a lot of that game on Instagram and stuff like that, and I've been wanting to check it out. And I, I figured I should bring it up because I know we talked a couple weeks back about the board games that were going to be coming to Switch, and that's actually why I still haven't bought a version of Catan because I figure it's a lot easier to set up on a console where a couple of people can grab a controller than actually buy the board game. So Yeah. Though you do you do lose a something like the without the tactile nature of yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. But with something like Catan, your brother has the physical version, so I don't feel as bad. So Yeah, that's true. Um so let's get into what we played because I've I started playing undertale this week and i i'm about my file says i'm about 40 minutes in i i i tried to play something else besides destiny and i succeeded for 40 minutes and i played undertale and i've gotten through what i can only describe as the tutorial area of the game where I, I forgot her name already because I called her mother as one of the options on the cell phone, and that's only what I remember. Yeah, she, she she responds awkwardly to that. Yeah, and then she calls you her child later when she disappears. So, you know... Her name is Toriel, uh, Toriel. by the way. Well, she is a cow-like humanoid creature, so that makes sense. So this this game is very odd. <laughs> the music is very good. Uh, I've but I've had an appreciation for the music for a while because you made me listen to a lot of it back when the game came out on PC. So to yeah, listen to music. listen to the music in context of the game is kind of interesting, especially because mm -hmm. I experienced it without playing it at all. But the I'm really liking how tongue-in-cheek it is so far it's i so i had to push these rocks as part of the tutorial onto switches 
and one of the rocks started arguing with me and like, no, I don't want to mm-hmm. move. And I'm like, what? what? You you don't really have an option. I need you to move. And it's, <laughs> yeah. I, I just enjoyed that. There's what, so I didn't know how the combat system worked in this game and you never really told me. And so no. to to find out that you have to like, it's kind of like a bullet hell sort of game where you have to avoid these white dots with your heart. And that's mm-hmm. kind of neat because I play a solid amount of Enter the Gungeon and stuff like that. So to have that kind of experience already, it definitely helps. I don't know. I know you haven't played too much bullet hell games, I don't think. No, they're not exactly my favorite category of games. Yeah, so I don't know how much more deep it gets with the bullet hell theming other than the uh, defense system when you're getting attacked by bad guys. Or good guys. Yeah, that's how it is. That's that's how the battle system is. The whole time? Okay, yeah. cool. So, it's... <laughs> It's so weird because the game does a good job of explaining it, but it also leaves a solid amount out to where you have to figure it out. You can, in this game, what I really like, even though I haven't quite figured it out, you can talk your way out of battles, but Mm -hmm. every battle I've talked my way out of, I have not gotten experience, so I usually just fight them. I imagine that will change as the game goes on. But I'm really excited to keep playing it. It's a very strange game, and it seems like it's going to hold my attention a lot better than, say, I can be honest, it'll probably hold my attention a lot better than The Messenger. Which, oddly enough, The Messenger, everyone, every review I read said that that game got better when the game switched to where you can go between the 16-bit and 8-bit or whatever it is. That It said it got better at that point, and I felt like it just got boring. I don't know. I, I Once I got there, I was really uninterested, and I have not been able to pick it back up. And I've tried. It. I don't know. It lost something for me once I hit that point in the game. Interesting. So... If I ever end up playing it, uh, I will have be I'll be able to chime in on that. Yeah, I, I'm actually really interested. I would like you to play it, but I would actually like you to play Hollow Knight first because that game is phenomenal, and I think that I suppose I think that the Messenger got a lot of hype because people wanted another Hollow Knight after Hollow Knight consumed their life, and it it didn't do the job i don't think well i i for me it definitely didn't so but other than that i have been playing a lot of destiny with my friend seth over here and we have been grinding through the light levels to claw our ways up to be able to do the raid which seth actually is close and i am not so close i mean Close is a relative term. I am 30 light levels away, basically. You're around 430, right? Yeah. yeah. 530. Oh, 530. So you you have to be around 550. So, I mean, you're close. You just got to get the right gear. Yeah. yeah, that's the issue. And I actually got pretty lucky with getting good gear yesterday. Oh it was amazing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you the deal was. You sent me that text message as I'm going to bed, and I just got so mad. Yeah. It was literally right. <laughs> we were playing, and then right as David logged off, I went and found uh, an exotic engram in my uh, in my mailbox, and it decrypted into the one game I had just earlier in that place has been, be- been bemoaning that I wanted, and then I got it. And it was hilarious, and I was amazed. Uh, yeah, I'm happy for you. I still would have just liked to have gotten gear that dropped high enough to increase my light level. So yeah, which I which mean, happens. This is, <laughs> but not in the areas you want it to. Which is 
Which is one of the only flaws yeah, in this weird. new system I've found that I'm not huge on. So, as Seth pointed out to me yesterday, I'm getting things that are above my average light level, but they are not above the light level of the categories that I'm high in. So I would, my average light level is like 512, but my gauntlets are like 514. And so I would get like 513 gauntlets. And it's like, yes, this is technically higher. Yeah, it higher, could be very frustrating. It's not helping me at all. So thank you, I guess. Yeah, but. I mean, it's it's definitely a grind. It you You get up there slowly but surely i guess um destiny uh bungie they really they really went for it catering to the hardcore crowd i guess um but that's that's seemingly what the the people who played wanted certainly not what i wanted but you know it is what it is it's i'm still enjoying it honestly um i've found that i really only have room for one game at a time um right now um, and Destiny is really good for that because it there it takes a lot of time to do stuff. And it's so not only does it take a lot of time to do stuff, and I know that we've said this a solid amount, but they added so much extra to do, and I I think we do need to talk about some of the stuff they added this yeah. past week, which. I know we keep talking about Destiny, but legitimately they are adding things every week. So it's hard not to keep this game in some sort of conversation when you're talking about video game news. Because this is... They're doing stuff that everyone wanted them to do with Mm -hmm. Destiny 2. And they kind of... You know, they just didn't deliver. And now they're adding... The Dreaming City is everything they promised. It's a ever-changing landscape. It's now on its third iteration where it's being taken over by this curse and it's got new missions in it every week, like full missions with voice acting, everything. Yeah. And it's it's got stuff that is light level 580. 590 which is higher than the raid yeah and it's and the stuff in there is as complicated as a raid but it's literally just the normal landscape which is insane to me and it's yeah it's it's definitely cool uh i read a bunch of articles um after the the weekly reset which happens on a tuesday um when all this new stuff got added and a bunch of people i read a bunch of articles of people saying there's too much stuff to do in Destiny now, which is, I mean, it's kind of hilarious. Like, I, I got on today, um, and it is, it's honestly kind of overwhelming, the just the sheer amount of things uh, that you know that there are to do. Because you tend to look at the game sort of like a, a checklist, I guess, um, because every week they give you all these things to do if you want to uh, increase your light level. And then now with with the way this Dreaming City area is changing, it's just more stuff on top of that. And so, like, when I got on, I was going through there. Um, the Dreaming City, it's a cool place. It's I. It's very interesting because it's a, a locale that they have not really done before in Destiny. And there's a lot... It, it's a lot... It's designed a lot more vertically um, rather than horizontally like some of the other other places were which is cool uh it makes exploration fun uh to an extent but it can also make it sort of confusing because it's not you can't just open up the map and see and see on it where something is and then just kind of intrinsically know how to get there um because there there are multiple levels of of stuff like stacked on top of each other which right. again is a cool thing, but it, it it can be kind of confusing to make your way through, um, and there's just you know there's it, it it seems like you get the feeling that there's stuff packed in every corner, um, and it's 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 a it's a whole lot of stuff, which is great. I mean, we'll see how 
this the cycles of the city work i think a lot of this stuff next week is going to be gone um because i've read that it, it works on a three-week cycle and we would be at the i think the end of it with this with this version of the city um so i think a lot of the stuff that's there now won't be available for the next two weeks um which which honestly kind of ups the 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 pressure the blood pressure when you're doing things because you're like oh man I gotta get this done because I won't be able to do it for a couple of weeks, which is cool, but again, stressful. Um, and and again, all the stuff takes like a lot to, a lot of time to do. They're very um, you have to be. There's a lot of problem solving involved, um, and I, I I I say these things like they're as if they are bad, but they are good. They're cool things and they're fun to do, but it can be. It can be uh, exhausting just, like, thinking about doing it, honestly. Yeah, for sure. I, I really... Uh, and they added... We didn't talk about it, They added a new PvP mode with this reset also. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, I, even... played, I played I played a little of it um, yesterday. It's pretty fun. It It's reminiscent of the structure of Overwatch... Um, where you, well, some of the Overwatch matches anyway, where you have two teams battling for a certain point, and then they have to move on to the next point. Um, okay. It's sort of weird. I, I don't know. It, it's, it tends to lend itself to one team easily overwhelming the other one, because, like, the second point, uh, is in the other the opposing team's base basically, and so you can kind of just set up and and shoot people as they're spawning into the map. Um, and and that was the case with like basically all the matches I went in. Either our team would overwhelm, and it wouldn't be that close, or we would get overwhelmed by the other team, and there w- and it wouldn't be that close. Um, right. But you know, it's 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 cool because it's it's a new thing, it's something different. But yeah, it's just. Ton stuff on top of stuff. I'm. I have to wonder if they're like if they're thinking of. They they looked at how Nintendo does things and like Splatoon, where it's just constant stuff coming out. Um, and I mean they're good. Even if besides the stuff in the city, this is how they're going to be for the people who bought the expansion pass or whatever it's called. Like this, there's going to be new content added like every month or so, which yeah. is cool. I mean, it's 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 fun to look forward to to doing all the stuff. Gosh, I just I just realized that with the three months, every three months, there's going to be that short, like burst into the arm of extra stuff to do. Yeah, that's crazy. It's uh, and I know I said that slow, like, but. I can't even think of playing other games right now because I'm thinking of all the stuff I have to do in Destiny. Yeah. Which is a good thing and a bad thing because right now, and and we'll get into this, right now I have a frustrating time getting interested in some of the other games coming out later on this year. I mean, I'm excited for Smash and stuff like that, like we other stuff we've talked about, but... This is basically going to be the game for the rest of my year, almost. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like realizing this now. I mean, what? Trust me, don't, don't listen to that and be like, "All right, well, I can tune out the rest of the podcast for the rest of the year." Yes, please don't. I, I'm going to play other stuff that we will talk about, but definitely, it's just realization that this game is going to be a relevant part of my life for much longer than i i ever thought it would be because i i mean i i buy every destiny expansion going in thinking okay this might be bad and it might be the end of it and then every expansion it got a little better and then this one it definitely taken kinged it up and yeah <laughs> and made it good again in more ways than one as we found out yeah oh man specifically the taken part yeah, but you know, Bungie likes their taken. They have yeah. to show up somewhere, I guess. <sighs> I guess we have to wait officially for Destiny Three for that new alien race. I don't. I don't think so. Ooh, okay. I think it'll be. 
I mean, uh, granted, it could it could be in Destiny Three. Um, I think we are a long ways off to Destiny Three, though. I think that because when the first Destiny came out, they talked about it like it was supposed to be a ten-year game. Um, but of course, if you know anything about like the the history of Destiny, it had this insanely troubled um, development, and I guess the the engine that that they were working with was basically it was apparently a mess to deal with and so that's i think that's the real impetus on behind their creation of destiny 2 was to actually create a platform that they could more easily add stuff onto um so i think i I don't think we're going to get a destiny 3 anytime soon i think it's going to be like major expansions to this game Okay, I could see that. I mean, it still looks beautiful, so and it only it only gets better. Yeah. Now, if the the next generation of consoles comes sooner than people are expecting, then I could see Destiny Three coming. But I think I think that's probably what it'll be on is PS Five and Xbox Negative One. <laughs> Negative one, man. Yeah. At least we can almost verify that the PS Five will be the name, because Sony likes to stick to their guns usually. Yeah. Besides, when they decide to back off of their long-established tradition of no crossplay, and they back fully off and decide hey maybe we made a mistake and people should be able to play with their friends are we are we are we talking about news now yeah we're it's a it was a good segue and you you hurt me well i only say that because i was going to ask you a question before we started oh okay uh, ask, but you, ask away yeah so i just i just want to know before we get into news what um what how, how did you how did your encounter in, in Undertale with Toriel end? Oh, I'm sure that this affects my ending. But I killed her. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just curious. Um, yeah, every time I tried to talk to her, it didn't seem like it was doing anything. Yeah. And... I got frustrated because I was almost dead, so I just killed her. Yep. Uh, okay. <laughs> good. Good to know. Uh, the first time I played through it, I killed her. I, was, I killed her as well. Okay. Okay. So I just met. If you've played the game, I've just met Sans and Papyrus, which they're both very funny characters. They are. And I like them. Yep. So. I now see why people want them in Smash. I don't want them in Smash, but I see why. At uh, least at least put assist trophies in there for them or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. But it won't happen. So we we can now get into the news if we would like. Yes. Would you like, Seth? Now I consent to moving into our news. All right, well, Sony announced today that they are starting a beta, which I don't know why they're starting a beta. They should just say they're doing it, because they are, of allowing you to cross-play with other people in Fortnite. And they said that it is going to be an option for other third-party developers also. So look at Epic Games and Fortnite making bridges yeah. be built between long embittered rivals probably still bitter oh yeah definitely this is definitely a reluctant agreement by uh sony yeah this is not a <laughs> i i can't imagine that there's any smiles on the sony side about this yeah and i don't but... i don't anticipate it coming to that many games honestly yeah Fortnite is it's it's different it's a different animal, um, but other stuff I don't know. You know where I? S- no, that's too too much. 
I was thinking we're going to start seeing it in some of the Call of Duties and stuff, but... Doubtful. Uh, no, probably not. Probably not. I don't know what other games... It, probably Rocket League, stuff like that, where yeah. there is cross-play. Yeah, I can see that. But... But it's still, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, it is a consumer-friendly decision. Yeah. And for... I mean, everyone harps on Xbox back when Xbox One was announced with the no trading games and stuff like that as a non-consumer friendly decision. You definitely see that they backed off on that and pivoted and made the consumer friendly decision. And Sony is still kind of not making those kinds of decisions, even though they touted themselves once as the champions of the consumer. Yeah. So it's it's interesting that we have crossplay available, but we still don't have the ability to change our PSN name. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, that's the, it, that's a bridge that Sony will die on right there. Yeah, they. It's a weird because it's a bridge to themselves, and they they, they still won't. They do will it. not relent on the names for some reason. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't see it's, see it's that big of a deal. You just if you didn't pick a good name, that's your fault. Yeah. Heck, my yeah. Xbox gamer tag was chosen for me, and I still haven't changed it. You're right, and I, I forget that every once in a while, and then someone will ask me like the other day, Marianne asked me what changed monk means, and yeah. I'm like, oh well. It's just the randomly generated one that Seth got. So. Yep. Um, but yeah, so it's it's crazy. Also, season six of Fortnite starts tomorrow. That's smaller news. I don't really know what's coming with this new season. They haven't really said anything. It'll be a surprise tomorrow when you drop in from the bus. So Werewolves are involved, apparently. Yeah, I saw a werewolf teaser and a... Robot Unicorn DJ teaser. So, oh, nice. Who knows what'll be there. Besides those two things. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's crazy. I'm excited to play with some of my Sony friends because I know that Chris and Andrea, if they are playing it, they play it on their PlayStation. So yep. it'll be fun to play with them. And, you know... It'll be good. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's definitely a move that should have happened a while ago. So let's get... I texted Seth in all caps the other day. Uh, just incredulous. Because there's this YouTube video that popped up on my Twitter feed from the Pokemon Twitter. Where it was like the tale of two professors... <laughs> and it's yeah, it's it Professor weird. Willow and Professor Oak talking about Pokemon. Yep. And then they talk about this mysterious Pokemon that's been showing up in Pokemon Go, which it looks like a silver ditto with a bolt on its head. Yeah, a hex nut. Yeah, a hex nut. With an and eyeball. So it turns into a ditto when you catch it. And so everyone's been wondering what this is, if it's a glitch, whatever. And so it turns out it probably was a glitch. They just aren't saying that. And they released it too early, but now they have to say they meant it on purpose. But is a new mythical Pokemon named Meltan. Yep. And I just said Seth in all caps, Meltan. Yeah, it's it was a, a weird name. It's a weird name, weird looking Pokemon, weird circumstances. I think for sure it was not supposed to happen. But they did a good job of... Uh, Turning it around into a nice little bit of publicity. Yeah. And we got a new Pokemon out of it. It's certainly not what I what I was expecting when they announced there was going to be a brand new Pokemon that you could send to uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Well, we don't know that we can catch it yet. It still turns into Ditto. Yeah. And it shows up every now and then. I saw one today and it turned into a Ditto, but maybe one of them won't. Who knows? That's... It's it's weird. It's a freakish looking little Pokemon. Yeah. And I, when I when I when I saw that it was happening, I kept waiting for my dad to text me a picture of it asking who he was. 
but I don't know. I guess I guess the old man never never encountered <laughs> old Meltane. So me and your dad and Zach and Marianne have a Pokemon Go text chain, and he sent it to that text group. Oh, bummer. <laughs> because we all play Pokemon Go together, and yeah. you don't. Because you well, stopped. I did stop. And I, I have no regrets. I mean, I, I don't blame you on a level. So it's it's interesting. I I don't get why they're doing what they're doing, but, you know... It's, there's been no te- no teases to if we're going to be able to actually catch this thing ever. So, there's that. Meltan is just roaming free. And maybe, let us know if you actually catch one, please. So. Certainly by the time Let's Go comes out, we'll know how to actually acquire it. That's true. Which, by the way, congrats to uh, your father and Marianne, because they have both caught Mewtwo's in raids. Nice. And I have yet to, and I think Zach hasn't either. So, very frustrating. We defeated a Mewtwo with a bunch of people at CF, but I did not catch it, but Marianne did. So, Too bad. That's, that's the way it goes. Maybe next time. The hits. Should have used a Master Ball. That's why they gave it to you. So, uh, there's there's something sad that did happen this week. I feel like we probably should have led with it, but now I'm realizing it's too late now. So, um, Telltale Games, which is a studio that a bunch of people love. Seth loved their Borderlands story. So good. It was so good. from the Borderlands. And it, it's they are were, were in the middle of working on the final season of Walking Dead. See, episode two just came out, and this past week they announced that they are laying off over two hundred of their employees and keeping only twenty five to kind of put together the last processes for it to be done. They pulled walk the walking dead final season from all digital e-shops and so you can't get it anymore and they also gave all the employees only 30 minutes to leave the building and no severance at all yeah which is insane definitely not a great situation um sucks for those people um the whole if if you if you read anything about game development this it's kind of it's bad but it's not a shocking thing that this happened uh because you know these people are basically expected to work long hours of unpaid overtime and and work insane um work at uh week hours uh up to like when they when games start to release um and it's just become the the norm because everyone does it and then you know once the the money runs out they are kind of kicked to the kicked to the curb yeah it's it's definitely difficult i i don't think i ever quite really understood it until i read and I haven't finished it, but I've read multiple chapters in the uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels book by Jason Schreier, which I've talked about on the cast before. Everyone, if you're interested in game development or if you're interested in what these people have to go through, go read that book and it will give you a different view as to how these games are made and what these people have to go through because it's insane. And it'll give you a whole new appreciation for what they do. And hopefully make you think twice before sending insane tweets at people that make games. <laughs> because you realize how much is out of their control in some situations. And it's it's so crazy. And it's it's seemingly avoidable if if they just band together and I know that a lot of 
people online say that unionization is the answer, and it, it probably is. It's a very messy situation that I can't even begin to pretend to act like I have the full answer to it. But realistically, the answer is that there's no reason over 200 talented people that have won multiple awards should just lose their job overnight with no pay and be told that they have to leave in 30 minutes. It's it's just baffling to me. Yeah. I, I And it, it's insane to me that these people are now having to basically get job offers on Twitter like Randy Pitchford. Multiple people from big developers are saying, hey, if you're one of the people that got laid off, we are hiring. Come to us. We'll f try to find a place for you. Mm -hmm. It's good to see that in the gaming community, and it's really good to see that kind of, you know, relationship building. Yeah. But also this stuff just shouldn't be happening like this. Yeah. And it it's so frustrating and it's, I've seen a lot of weird takes, and I wanted to ask you, Seth, what you felt about it. I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but I read this really long tweet thread that I, I definitely, I did not agree with it. But they blamed YouTube Let's Plays on the downfall of Telltale Games, and how people watching the games on YouTube ruined any sort of sales they could get. Which is such a weird stance to me that they're blaming YouTube let's plays on the loss of all these people's jobs. And, uh, it's odd to me that I saw so many people agreeing with this stance. So, I mean, I don't know if you saw that on Twitter at all. I did not, but, but I mean, like you, that just, it, it doesn't, that doesn't track with me. I mean, I don't think there's, anything specific about telltale games that would cause youtube um let's plays to take away from them more any more or any less than they would from other games um and like the because the the interactive narrative quality of those games is it's still lost even even if you're watching someone play it um right and so i don't i don't think that's that has anything to do with it yeah, so the, the Telltale had some commitments that got canceled. the The rest of the Walking Dead season is canceled so far, and the Stranger Things game that they were working on is canceled. Also, yeah, I I don't know what else they were working on. I know there was some other things. I think. But. Yeah, from what I read, the the staff that remained on are basically there to finish the um, the Minecraft story game for Netflix, uh, right? And I think that's the the final thing that they will be working on. I'll tell you though, um, this is a despite the terrible circumstances, this is a golden opportunity. You brought up Randy Pitcher before. That guy needs to go get the people who worked on Tales from the Borderlands. And make sure yes. that they are on, they are on staff for that game, for for Borderlands Three. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I I I didn't play Tales from the Borderlands, but with how much you've told me about it, you gotta play it, dude. It it apparently definitely had the feel. Of it was very good, so. and really, all their games were very good. I remember the first one I played, the Strong Bad's cool game for attractive people. <laughs> before they were I like, forgot that before I forgot they were popular. that they made a strong bad game yeah it was funny oh man it's it's just not a good situation I wasn't a huge fan of the gameplay style in their games I tried Walking Dead season 1 on just about every device that could play it um, but I that doesn't mean I wanted them to stop existing because good lord if I if I just wanted studios that made games I didn't like to stop existing, then there would be a lot. There'd of be fun. very few studios and very few video games. Yeah, for real. So, I I mean, it just sucks. I, I hope they find new jobs and 
they are able to continue making what they like. And I, yeah. I hope Rocksteady picks up some of the Batman people because apparently they did a very good job with Batman. And, I mean, I I don't want to see that talent for storytelling to leave. I don't want to see it leave the gaming industry because they obviously had a yeah. solid grip on how to so do if a you're out there, story. video game companies hire these so, people it's a bummer but we can switch over to some other news xbox announced that they're doing a fan event in mexico city on november 10th it'll be just over two hours long and i'm sure they're they said there's going to be exclusive announcements stuff like that and I'm sure they'll go into more detail about their other lightly mentioned feature, uh, the keyboard and mouse support for the Xbox One. Yeah, I don't know. Which, I don't know how I feel about that, honestly. It will break multiplayers for sure. Yeah. Um, it's it'll make multiplayer very difficult. Now the developer has to enable it. True. So, you know, we can hope that developers realize how much this can affect gameplay but it's i mean it's fine i i don't have too much of a bitterness about it it's i've assumed it was coming for a while because of their integration with their more further integration as the xbox is a upgradable pc basically which is what they want. They want you to buy new Xboxes instead of upgrading a PC, essentially. Yeah. To game on. But it's cool that they're doing kind of a Nintendo Direct type thing, but it's a big, like, E3-esque. And it's around the time of the Game Awards, which is kind of surprising. So, Hopefully they'll give us something good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, I'm, I don't believe they will, but hopefully they do. <laughs> you can do it, Microsoft. We believe-ish in you. So do you uh, Do you have any news, Seth? Uh, yeah. So, uh, as you all remember, we talked about the Nintendo Online situation um, and the issue with the cloud saving. But it, it, Nintendo has stated um that they're if you use a cloud sw- save on the switch online and then your membership lapse they will they will uh be they will remain for six months after after your membership lapses which is good um yep. a lot of people were worried that they'd be losing them eventually i mean immediately so don't have to worry about that anymore which is good one of the one of those those quibbles has been assuaged that is, it's definitely good. I I kept seeing a lot of conflicting reports over the past week about, oh, they'll do it. They'll do it for a short amount of time. What's a short amount of time mean? Uh, and six months is not a short amount of time. Yeah. So. Uh, definitely plenty of time for you to get your saves out of the cloud and back onto your Switch. Or yeah, maybe sure. enough time for you to be like, okay, I'll pay the 20 bucks again. Yeah. So, um, we talked about this in our Suplex of Sticks group chat, but there was, uh, at TGS, Hideo Kojima, he, he showed off a new, I don't want to, it's not really a trailer, but it's kind of a... Minute and a half Yeah, just a little, little snippet of Death Stranding, um, which introduced... Troy Baker's character, who is apparently has a character in it, this dude with this gold <laughs> mask, um, and honestly, I mean it was it was interesting. There was like this this lion monster made of black goo with a golden face, um, and uh, I don't know. The more like I I had when they showed off the stuff at E three, I I had sort of a a little bit of an idea of what the game was going to be, even if it was basically nothing. And then I saw this, and I was just like, okay, I don't get it. I have no idea what's happening here. This is so confusing. Um, 
And yeah, it was. It's cool looking. I have no idea what it's going to be, though. I'm sticking to my guns that I hope this game never comes out. And it's yeah. just this weird performance art where we get a bunch yeah. of trailers. Yeah, that'd be amazing. It, I could see it. And it ends up being a commentary on our hype for video games or something. Like, it just. I mean, it would be worth randomly, it if that's, if that's what happens. Randomly having Troy Baker in there and then. <laughs> just he looks at you and he pulls off his gold mask and then that giant terrifying lion thing comes out of nowhere yep and it's this game just looks so weird it's kind of exhausting <laughs> it's it's just as confusing about anything destiny put in the dreaming city yeah and it still isn't even out so yeah i can't uh, i can't wait Till the next trailer where we can just not understand anything again the the next trailer will like present it as a top-down bullet hell game <laughs> like it i i don't i don't believe that it'll be anything tangible that we'll understand no this game will only so. exist in our minds yeah for real and whatever we think it is that's what it will be oh. it's like a rorschach test yeah yeah um, so also at TGS, there was a new trailer for Devil May Cry 5. Um, oh my gosh. It showed yes. off some, some more Dante action with those regular weapons and his motorcycle swords. <laughs> um, we saw some, uh, <laughs> which are still insane. Just motorcycle even the idea. Motorcycle swords. Yeah. And we're not joking about that yeah. at all. It's a that motorcycle is... that he turns into a sword. Two swords. And then he puts back together and rides off on him. Uh, there was some more Nero stuff, which is cool. And they showed off V, who was going to be the third playable character, but did not really show him in action. Um, there were but also they, a bunch of... They hinted that's magic. Yeah, there were also a bunch of returning characters from earlier Devil May Cry games, which had not showed up recently. But the cool thing that I saw was there's some kind of pre-order bonus, of, of course, naturally, that comes with a bunch of joke arms for nero like who if you forget his gimmick is that he can take his arm off and replace it with other arms during the game uh but one of them is an old-fashioned mega buster from mega man um and it's got like the it shoots out the little lemons and it's got the charging up noise it looks pretty fun it should be uh this game, every trailer makes it look more ridiculous, and I can't believe it's coming out in January. Yeah. Oh, January is going to be so packed for me, man. I I keep thinking to it, like, with Onimusha, Devil May Cry, Kingdom Hearts. Man. It's going to be a busy month. Yeah. <sighs> Our minds will be blown. And they, they announced, uh, I don't know if you said this, the, that you'll be able to play uh, multiplayer. Oh, yeah. And it's up to three-player multiplayer with all three characters. Yeah, sounds which fun. Which I can only imagine how hectic that will get. So it'll it'll be real fun, especially. I hope that you come up or something and me, you, and Zach play it together because... That'd be fun. Yeah, it would be really good because we both have been playing Devil May Cry for so long. And the... Our idea of multiplayer back then was to just pass the controller back and forth. Yeah. And every time one of us died, so. Yeah, yep. I'm really excited for this game. Yeah, it looks, looks good. So good. Um, another thing, uh, was it, I don't know if it's today, but Square, they Square Enix rather, they showed off some of the, the people who are going to be in the voice cast for Kingdom Hearts 3 and the uh, English dub, that is. Um, and it's actually pretty impressive. All of the... Basically, all the people that you know that voice characters in the movies, uh, like in Frozen and Entangled and uh, some other ones, um, are going to be in this game. You got Kristen Bell, Josh Gad, Edina Menzel's in there. Zachary Levi's going to be Flynn Rider. Um. Yeah, it was it's pretty cool. And we. I'm also still waiting on. Have... Uh, have what? Oh no! Wait, who are you waiting on? I was just gonna say I'm still waiting on them to um, 
to announce who's going to be the English voice actor for Neku from The World Ends With You. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's still wishful thinking, Seth. But, I, know. Um, I know. We also did get the confirmation that Haley Joel Osment is coming back as Sora. So was that, that's good. Was that ever in doubt? Um, Maybe. I don't know. Has he been the voice in all the other ones? Yeah. I thought that they replaced him for one of them. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Not that I'm aware of. I could be wrong. Look it up. Maybe. Um, I think what is, uh, and I was telling Seth this, I think what's really impressive is that they have somehow swung to get the voice actors from Frozen, especially because those people are on Broadway, usually, like Adina Menzel and Jonathan Groff and Josh Gad they're, and Kristen Bell. They're either on Broadway or in things in Hollywood. So they really swung for the fences getting them yeah. for this game. So it's kind of neat. It'll and, be cool. Oh, man. They need, if they, they, so they got Donna Murphy, who's Mother Gothel from Tangled, Mm -hmm. which means they have to do Mother Knows Best at some point. You hope so. (laughs) I hope so. I mean, as as much as the the musical segments from the earlier games were terrible, um, I would definitely go for it in this game. Yeah. But although you know it's going to be Frozen. Yeah, it's going to be. Let it go. It's going to be Frozen. But which just, maybe Frozen will just be the Little Mermaid world from Kingdom Hearts two? No, I don't think just so. <laughs> play the song. I'm basically. pretty sure it's gonna be a whole world. Yeah, and uh, let's just hope it's a short one. So, the I wanna I wanna talk a bit because we're we're running out of time. Kind of, I wanna talk a bit about the detail in Red Dead Redemption two, and what you think about it. Because in my opinion, this game might have too much in it going on for me. I'm just a simple man, and I don't want my guns to degrade and clog up and all this insanity and the insane horse testicle graphics that they've put into this game, which yeah. <laughs> is weird. Not, I mean, it's not weird, sure, if you're going for realism, but they're really seemingly going for a Wild West sim at this point. Yeah. Which I, I guess some people will want, but, you know, it's... I, so this game, let's, pre, let's get ahead of it a little bit. It's going to have a 105 gigabyte install, which is insane. That 105 gigs of this game did not fit on the Blu-ray. <laughs> quite large it's gonna have a 32 player online and red dead online which is twice the amount of people than gta because gta is only 16 i believe so this game is it has everything you grow hair normal and you can't so i was i was reading an interview i can't remember what it was for but the hair is only reductive, so you can't choose to have longer hair. Mm-hmm. You have to wait for it to grow out. Just like real life. Just like real life, <laughs> which is insane. To I me. mean, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Like, it does sort of go against what you expect from video games. Right. It's... I don't know. They it's going for a it's like the flight simulator for the Wild Wild West. But without the cool iron spider that comes out of the canyon and stuff. Oh yeah. That's the only Wild Wild West I care about. The movie, The Wild Wild West. It took me a, a second to <laughs> realize what you were referencing, but yes. Yeah, you know. This game would be a hundred percent more playable to me if it was that movie. Yeah, just make Will game. Will Smith the playable character. Yeah. Oh, man. Throw some crazy metal inventions in there. Like the that the one guy dude. with no legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the train with all the guns in it. 
Yeah. Great movie, honestly. Yeah, really ahead of its time. A modern classic. <laughs> but but seriously, if this game just feels like it's lacking a game part to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean they haven't they haven't shown us that stuff. Um and I remember like we talked about when they first had the gameplay reveal trailer, we were like, I mean, this is cool stuff, but what is the game? And then they ended the the trailer with uh we'll have more to come in the next video. And then we didn't have a next video yet. So it's I I don't know. I think it's it's getting by at this point on name and excitement alone. Uh, maybe at some point when they show us what is actually what you actually do in the game, you'll be more excited for it. Maybe. Maybe. I I am excited for some news you alluded to earlier before the podcast, though. Um, I didn't know that this movie was being made, but you said that there was some news from the monster hunter movie front yes i also didn't realize like i'm sure i had read it 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 was a it was going to be made in a movie and we might have even announced it on this podcast before but there is a monster hunter movie in development currently and um the i think mila jovovich is is going to be the the leading woman in in it so yeah i do sort of remember i remember hearing that but the, it has cast Ron Perlman and T.I. Uh, and if that's if that's a a combination that doesn't get you excited, I'm not sure what will. I'm really hoping that Ron Perlman is the voice of one of the Monster Hunters and T.I. is the voice of one of the cats. The uh, little calicos, yes. the palicos that follow you around. Oh, that would be so amazing. <laughs> Just, uh, I don't know what it is, but T.I. as a gruff cat that helps you fight monsters uh i'm all in for yeah would, and even even incredible. the opposite if ti is the hunter and ron perlman is the cat honestly but, just give me the spinoff where ti and ron perlman are both the cats yeah Ah, oh. man monster hunter is such a weird franchise for a movie that i think that it would really work mm-hmm. because it's such a it's a game where you kind of have to put in your own narrative on a level because you're it's all grind. It's it's just all grind. And so it it's kind of ripe to be made into a movie and given a storyline. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where that goes. I I'm on board for whatever comes of it. Yeah. But man. <laughs> Uh, now I'm now I'm gonna be thinking of Ti as a palico, uh, and it's it's good stuff. I'm ready for it. So, with that, did you have any other news, Seth? No, that's all for me. Yeah, I, I'm looking at my notes and um, just quick updates. Uh, Xbox Live Games with Gold for October is Overcooked and Victor Vran. Uh, I am saying that right. The game is just poorly named. Sounds fake. So, yeah. And the PS Plus games with Plus are Friday (laughs) the 13th and Laser League, which, if you don't remember, Laser League is the game that was touted like two or three E3s ago as the future of esports. And, yep, it's free now. So, um so Laser League looks, I mean, it, it's, it looked fun, but I, I never, it was one of those games that was kind of like shown during Ubisoft's thing where you just knew it wasn't going to be what they said it was going to be. Yeah, it's like cool and, concept, uh, but I'll never play that. Yeah, and Friday the 13th, which is a game that the developers of it have abandoned, and so they're just... Should be free then. Putting it, yeah, putting it on PS Plus for free, so... And with that, we we appreciate you listening. Share this episode with your friends, please. We appreciate it greatly. We love any feedback we hear. We, uh, I mean, I'm excited to cover some stuff here in the next couple weeks. Next week, I I know I said this last week, uh, it was a mistake, but this Friday is actually the Friday that Dragon Ball Fighter Z comes out. Mm. Not last Friday. I got my dates mixed up. We gotta we gotta keep getting we gotta get our dates right, man. So, yeah, 
that uh, that's kind of a long story but i saw it in best buy and they actually put it out too early so that was why oh. i got my dates wrong on that one thanks because i went to go pick it up the next day when i got my iphone and it was not there anymore so they put it out too early <laughs> that was a whole debacle but we definitely got call of duty coming up i'm gonna get that because some of my friends are getting it and i We'll buy it for the zombies mode. So don't worry. We are getting different games. You'll hear about different games besides Destiny. Stick with us, please. And just keep enjoying it and sharing it with your friends. We do this because we like to. And and because of that money because... that we don't get. Yeah. There's no money. The money that we put into it. Yeah, so, no money involved. Uh, um, we, we appreciate you and... Uh, We will talk at you next week. Bye. Goodbye.